different points of view and highs and lows a new perspective everywhere you go open up your mind drown out the noise and see if this connected and see if this What's up, fam? The mission of this connected podcast is to connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way. To not necessarily agree, but be listened to. These conversations, of course, highlight the perspective of our various guests, and you are always welcome to agree or even disagree. But as always, we hope that it is done in charity. Now, here's your host, Catholic.Dad. What's up, fam? And thank you, Tony, for that pre recorded message right there and intro. Tony is not with us today. Producer Tony is out on his honeymoon. Yes, fam, out on his honeymoon. He got hitched. He cried. Yes, he did. And if you guys have been looking at our Instagram, you obviously saw that our producer Tony cried when he saw his beautiful bride for the first time. He said he wasn't going to cry. He said he wasn't going to cry. But I knew, I knew my man was going to cry. So I made sure that he had a handkerchief so that he can wipe away those tears, those beautiful tears of joy. Because if you were there, if you were present, if you were able to witness this beautiful wedding, you too would have been crying. I know I shed a tear, but I had a handkerchief to make sure that, you know, it. people didn't see that I was crying. But I miss my two friends. I miss my Bethany. I miss my Tony, producer Tony. That's why I'm doing this by myself. Um, and if you guys have not noticed, we have not been, been putting out any content for the past, I don't know, six weeks? Six weeks? Someone asked me, it's like, are you guys doing like Exodus 90? No, we're not doing Exodus 90. Um, although Bethany did something that was Fiat 90. That was the reason why. But the reason why, fam, that we haven't been putting out any episodes is because we've been busy. You know, this time during Lent and immediately after that, for those who are Catholic, it's kind of like tax season. You know, we have finishing up on religious education. We have the sacraments to do. We have Easter to prepare for. We have these things such as confirmation to finish and then, of course, actually, I need to just tell the truth. We got lazy. And um, I know I got lazy, but Tony got busy. Because again, as I said earlier, Tony got married. But one thing that was really great during this season, a season of weddings and sacramental marriages, um, I got to be a sponsor. Not once, but twice. We got to be sponsors, my wife and I, my beautiful wife Maria and I, got to be sponsors for two young couples. Um, I guess I guess that's why you say is when you get old, you become sponsors. When you're young, you, you know, you get asked to be, you know, a bridesmaid, you know, um, you get asked to be, you know, a groomsman. 
And then you get married and you have children, and your friends ask you to be godparents of their children. And then you get older, and you know people ask you to be their sponsors for their confirmation programs. And then you get to this age, and wah wah wah, you get asked to be a sponsor, or I prefer to be called a godparent for marriages, sacramental weddings. So、uh, a little, a little. Proud of that, that we actually got the honor to be sponsors for weddings、um, for our new godchildren in marriage.、Um, that's for Josue and beautiful Sarah,、um, the Mister and Mrs. Marin.、Um, congratulations to them. May their life be ever so fruitful in service to our Lord. <sighs> Such a beautiful couple, and they made the mistake. Made one mistake in that wedding, they asked Tony and I to be MCs. I'm gonna leave it at that. Well, no, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that、um, because. But we had fun. Tony and I had fun. I don't know if the couple had fun, but we had fun, and I hope the guests also had fun.、Uh, I got to practice some of my Spanish. It was bad, but.、Um, I got to practice it, but what a beautiful wedding! Their their wedding was celebrated at Saint Alexander, Saint Catherine of Alexandria in Temecula, wedding、uh, reception over there in Temecula. Beautiful, beautiful wedding. Beautiful bride, of course. The groom,、eh, he was okay. He was handsome too, but boy, that bride, Sarah, you are such a beautiful inside and out. And then this weekend, actually last night. Um, we got to witness producer Tony's wedding, and his beautiful bride.、Um, what's her name? Bethany. Yes, Bethany. And it's it was it was beautiful. Yeah.、Uh, again, as I said earlier, producer Tony cried. What a crybaby.、Um, and I knew he was going to do it because I knew that as soon as he saw his bride coming down the aisle. Actually, he didn't even wait. That door opened, and she popped out with her parents. And he he did this he did this thing that men do when they see some, you know, when they, when they get emotional. He he took in breath. He's a <gasps> he did that, <gasps> and then the tears started to flow. Yeah, I love that. I love that scene. And I was like, I didn't get the. I didn't get the video of that. I did not get the video because I was so focused on Bethany、um, taking the video of her walking down the aisle that I didn't get video of that. But thank you to Elena and Raúl who got that video, and I actually posted it without permission. Sorry, Tony, but people had to see this. You crying, but again, going back to that, he had this moment where he he went, <gasps> and that to me. You know, is so scriptural. It's so beautiful because right there, he was like, his breath was taken. But that moment when he went, he had inspiration. He inspired. He that inspired. He took in breath. You know, that breath of Christ, that breath of the Holy Spirit, breathe into him. And he was like, "I am in heaven, and look at this bride coming down towards me." And for Josue and for Sarah, the same thing. But 
And you see this bride coming down towards you. And for Bethany, she was dressed in this gown. She was literally, I'm, I'm painting an image here. She, her gown had like light blue, like flowers that was flowing up. And she literally looked like, and I'm thinking, you know, she's walking down the aisle and I'm taking a video and I whispered to my wife, she looked like a Disney princess. She has a little crown. And my wife says this, no, she looks like the Blessed Virgin Mary. And I'm like, that's true. She just looks like the Blessed Virgin Mary. And, And I was like, wow, that is beauty. In the presence of God, she comes down meets the man that she had dreamt of and and prayed for. And what a beautiful thing. What a beautiful story. I am so glad I got to witness that. What an honor. I miss my Tony, but he is out there in Hawaii somewhere. I don't know where, but he is just enjoying himself for the very first time. A husband. A husband to a beautiful bride. What a great way to do our comeback um episode, a story about the beginning of of life for, for two beautiful couples. Uh, it, it's, it's just amazing to witness people who are so young continue to live out their faith, living sacramentally. And I, for one, when I witness that, I know that we are okay. That the world is okay, that the, the that the earth is spinning around on its axis, and God is with us. It's just such a beautiful thing. Um, I can't, you know, I, I'm I think I'm still on a high with with the whole thing of of these two young people uh, getting married. You know, I, I'm Sarah and Josue. I've known them since they were in our youth group, and. You know, Tony and Bethany, I've known them because they're in young adult ministry. So I guess, I guess in a way, that's a progression of our ministry, uh, which is from youth to young adult ministry. And now, I guess pretty soon, I'm going to be a Catholic dot grandpa. Did I just say that? Hashtag Catholic dot granddad i like it so if tony and bethany are listening to this and Josue and and sarah are listening to this catholic dot dad has expectations so there you go so that's enough about their wedding maybe not i'll probably go back and to that wedding it's just so beautiful uh, bethany and tony got married at saint joseph in St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Upland. Beautiful church, by the way. It's been, it has been uh, updated. It's been renovated. It looks beautiful. That church looks beautiful. And for you guys um, who want to go and want to know, a little shout out to them. They're having their, I think their centennial anniversary uh, this year in June, I believe 24th, June 24th, 25th, and they're going to have a special guest. Father Tony Ricard is going to be their special guest. Uh, he's actually going to do a youth uh, event over there on the 24th. Contact them, go to their Instagram or go to their website. That's St. Saint, Saint Joseph's Catholic Church in Upland. 
Um, so it's going to be beautiful. I think we're going to be there. I think Tony will be back from his, um, um, what do you call that? Uh, honeymoon. And I think Sarah and Josue are going to their honeymoon this week as well. So both of them should be there. So if you want to see some beautiful couples, go to the event at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Upland, their, their centennial anniversary event. Uh, beautiful, beautiful church. Beautiful people get married there. And at St. Catherine of Alexandria. Uh, so that's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, I also need to make an announcement. Um, Bethany and Tony... Mr. and Mrs. Pimentel, has started a young adult ministry at St. Oscar Romero Catholic Church in Eastvale. So if you guys are looking for a community, a place for you to go to meet other young adults and meet the new couple, go to St. Oscar Romero Catholic Church. They don't actually have a building yet. Um, they're on the move to build a new church. Sounds like a song. Let us build. No, I'm not going to sing. But it's called Surrender, S U R R E N D E R. And you can find them on Instagram at S O R Surrender. So go check them out. Go, I think they, I believe they have on every first Thursday, they have adoration and then other events uh, during the month. But they're brand new. They just started in the month of May, the month of Mary which is why I think Bethany wore that very beautiful Marian dress. Um, I want to share with you guys a verse that I, I, I chose um, that, that came to me um, for their wedding because it, it, was just, it was just so inspirational for me. And it's, it's from Song of Solomon, chapter 5, verse 16. So... It reads very simply, whoop, like this. His speech is most sweet, and he is altogether desirable. But this is the verse that I chose for them, this little statement. This is my beloved, and this is my friend. That literally is the verse that I see for this couple. Beloved and friend. So I ask you guys to continue to keep producer Tony in prayer and his lovely wife Bethany and also keep Josue in prayer and also for Sarah in prayer and may they continue to be blessed and be fruitful. Wow, I was left speechless there. Maybe it's because I'm by myself, because producer Tony is not next to me. But I asked you guys, going on a segue here, I asked you guys for things that we should we should be podcasting about, certain things that that you guys had sent. I had listened them down, and I'd forgotten where I put them. So I'm going to try to remember these in memory. Uh, I can't read them all. And some of them, y'all, um, you're so passionate about things of faith that I hope that we would be able to cover all those things. But some of the things that really stuck out for me uh, that you want to hear on this podcast, this connected, um, you know, our, our, 
our theme is this connected, our title, and it's to connect generations and situation. Again, you need to express that it's not necessarily to agree or disagree, but be listened to. So we hope that when you listen to the podcast, you don't have to agree. But we hope that you listen to it and like, oh, you know, I can see it that way. Or yeah, this connected. This connected. It's a positive take on what we see in the world in a very disconnected world. We want a world that connects. So this connected. Um, so here are some of the things that, that people want to want to kind of for us to to cover. You know, this person, I guess, during this time that I asked, we we're going through a lot of turmoil. Well, we continue to go through a lot of turmoil. But this person said to not get dragged along with all the sensationalism of media. To not get dragged into all the sensationalism of media. That's true. You know, sometimes we react to things that are posted. Uh, sometimes we overreact to things that are posted. And I believe, I know my daughters do this to me all the time when I say things. Uh, they fact check me. You know, that was something that I would have never done to my mom. She would have smacked me with a chancla or a pantufla. I learned that this week. Pantufla. Um, she, you know, fact checking your parents, please. Um, Jesus never fact checked, you know, Father God. But again, I'm not Jesus and they're not Jesus and I'm not God. But anyways, we get stuck on the sensationalism. You know, getting dragged along with the sensationalism of the media, and we post and we react without actually understanding or even reading the things that are posted. You may agree, you may not agree with it, and all of a sudden you post something, you're like, oh, I don't really, dis I don't, I don't really agree with that, but now people think that I do because I posted it. So maybe before getting dragged into the sensationalism of it. Maybe you should let it, we should let it, and I myself a witness to that. Maybe I should pause, breathe before I do some things. Because some people will take our actions literally and react to them. And that might cause more harm than good. Yeah. There's uh, someone else who wanted to talk about Catholic dating. I think we need to go back to a few episodes in the beginning, I think in the 40s, uh, the episode 40s, where we talked about Catholic dating. I think we talked enough about Catholic dating. But if um, producer Tony comes back and he wants to give his story and opinions and and advice on Catholic dating, um, maybe that's something that we could do. The other thing is liturgy, 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 you know, talking about liturgy. For some of you who know me, you know, I struggle sometimes. I, I sometimes feel that um, I am struggling with, with, I just struggle with liturgy. I think there's beautiful, you know, liturgy is so beautiful when it's done correctly, but that's my opinion on how it's done correctly. But there are times where I, 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 I struggle um, at Mass when things are done a wonky way. It's kind of like, uh, let's just make this, you know, I don't know how to explain it. I know I know that you guys know what I'm talking about. When you, 
when you go into a mass and it's like, what in the world is going on here? Why are they all on the altar? Or why are they doing this? Or why are they doing that? Or why aren't they praying this? Or why did they not pray this? Or what's going on there? And maybe one day we'll have a liturgy coordinator come on the podcast to explain to us uh, things about that. Um, there's actually um, things that classes that you can take um, in the diocese on liturgy. Uh, and every parish actually should have a liturgy coordinator that understands the liturgy to follow the guidelines for liturgy and not just make it up because that's how they feel it should be. Yeah. I think sometimes maybe the word I, I was going to try to use earlier was scandalized, but but for me, I need to, again, pause before I react to the things uh, because I am in the house of God and I should be more forgiving and I should be more understanding. But darn it, sometimes it gets hard because it's like, I don't think you should be doing that way. And I've never seen it done that way. And I know I'm being very general, and that's on purpose. But if you want to DM me about crazy things that you've seen happen in the Mass, um, DM me and we'll use your examples and, and we'll keep you anonymous. Some of the other things. What is this? This one I wrote. Um, oh, this one. Um, to, you know, social media advocacy. You know, someone wanted us to talk about social media advocacy. Um, and it's social media advocacy for show or to actually support a cause. I think this was put on because uh, someone posted on there. Um, I won't mention the name producer. Tony did it. Uh, he did a poll. Uh, and his poll, I believe, was, do you... You know, let me let me see what what it's actually said. Um, do you do you do you feel that the things that you post has ever changed? Um, was your let me catch myself again? Um, do you think that your mind has ever been changed by something that someone posted? And that was asked of me. I was like, well, that's interesting because I post a lot and I read a lot of people's posts. And some, I think the answers in my conversation here is, you know, actually, no. But for me, honestly, I would say, yes, someone's posts have actually changed my mind um, on how I think and how I perceive things. I think that's how I should say it. It has changed my mind on how I perceive things. This is going back to the over-sensationalism of media. But there are certain posts that people put out there that are very well thought out. Or even not well thought out and just posted. And, and that, me looking into it and says, well, no, I, I've never thought of it that way. Uh, I think in, in the wisdom of many years, life lived I, I tell people that how I thought in my teens is different than what I, how I thought in my 20s. And how I thought in my 20s 
has changed how, how I think and perceive things in my 30s and also in my 40s. So there's a progression of of our thoughts and how we react and how we perceive things. And I believe with a you know through the years you gain more wisdom to be able to listen more before you speak. Um, I'm a little bit delayed on that. If people have listened to the podcast, I speak more than I listen. But I do believe that things that people post do change people's minds. Whether it's for the positive or the negative, it does change people's minds. So we need to be careful on how we read things and how we get influenced by others. And that that is my take on that. I know when, when I post things, I want to be able to change people's minds. When I post things about abortion or pro-life, we'd rather put that pro-life, I want to change people's minds. That's why I post. You know, I don't think I post just so that I could see it myself. I want other people to see it. And I want them to read into it and take it for what it is, my post. And if they say, well, why does he think this way? That allowed a person to have a moment to reflect on what I posted. And if it changed their minds for the positive, then so be it. That's a gift. And if it upset them that I posted that, then that's also at times a good thing. It caused an emotion to allow them to think, well, why would he post that? Or that really upset me. Let me respond. And it allows me to dialogue with a person and have that conversation based on truth, and then we can come to terms and we can have that talk. Because I think the biggest issue now that I believe in all the turmoil that we're having is that everybody posts. Everybody posts. And nobody thinks about the consequences And nobody ever invites people to dialogue, to say, hey, let's have a civil conversation on this without the yelling. You listen to me, I'll listen to you, and I'll give it some thought. And we can walk away either agreeing to disagree or actually come to an agreement and say, you're right, or me saying to you, you're right. Thank you for that conversation. Thank you for that dialogue. I do believe that that discourse would create a much more better society. But maybe I'm just dreaming. Maybe that's how we should be. Maybe that's what God wants us to do, to have that conversation. Again, going back to the two beautiful couples that got married. And the thing that they will need to work on most to make that marriage successful, guess what it is? Starts with a a C, the letter C, and it's not Christ. He's going to be part of it. But the word they need to totally work on is communication. So, 
just as what we need to work on with our lives and to ca- to decrease the turmoil in our world, we need to communicate better. These two couples, Tony and Bethany, Josue and Sarah, need to work on communication. I know they do. I know they already do. They've been communicating, and it's beautiful witness. So that's it. That's what they need to work on, communication. That's what we need to work on. And that's what we'll be working on with the podcast and the episodes that are coming up. Um, hopefully, I I didn't cover all of them. We'll also be covering some podcast ish- issues, uh, of course, the pro-life movement. Uh, we may be talking about Roe v. Wade and maybe that being overturned. And what does that mean? What does that mean? Does abortion end? No, it doesn't. And what does that mean for us? Well, you know, just a little sneak peek of what it means for us. It means that the work does not end. Our work just continues. And hopefully those of us who are in the pro-life movement um, will allow those people who are in the pro-choice movement to understand that we are not just anti-abortion. We're pro-life. And that we don't just not care about women. We actually do. We care about everyone. And for those of you who ask, how come you don't do this and you don't do that? Well, how do you know that I don't? Maybe I do. Have that conversation with me. Have that conversation with someone who is pro-choice on what other social services, social justice services and social justice um, aspect of your faith do you do? And I will imagine that you will be surprised on how generous people are on both sides. So let's dialogue and let's come to terms um, with what it means to be pro-life. And then the other thing, because on the tail end of, of, of weddings and marriages and sacraments, uh, we're going to have special guests that are going to talk about how it is to be a mother. Um, we have a special guest that's coming up. She's going to talk to us about her motherhood and how she's raised her children and how it is to be so positive even at the point where you have cancer. And, you know, it's it's a, it's a difficult stage, but you are so bright and and how do you do that? We're also going to talk to a beautiful couple who have accepted our invitation to come and speak and and dialogue with us uh, on the podcast about infertility. You know, been married a long time, been praying for the Lord to bless them with children, and they've been blessed by other things. And so, how do we, as Catholics, um, go through life with that infertility, you know? Um, and so that's going to be a beautiful episode. So the month of May, pray to Mary. Pray for all those who are married. Uh, pray for all those who are discerning marriage. And pray for all the beautiful ladies and beautiful, handsome men who are married now and are on their honeymoon uh, that they may learn to communicate through Christ our Lord. You know, I need to say amen on that. What a beautiful, beautiful month of May. Getting to be a witness, getting to be a sponsor, and getting to be a Catholic.
dot dad. I saw my daughters dressed beautifully because they were、uh, parts of the wedding. I got to see my friends, my young friends, dressed beautifully and handsomely. I got to see producer Tony cry. That was well worth it,、um, and it's just been a beautiful and lovely month. I missed podcasting. I missed、uh, putting out content for y'all, and we are going to continue as soon as producer Tony comes back.、Uh, and when he comes back, he'll come back here sitting next to me. But until then, you guys are going to have to suffer with just me being solo, be sad and lonely by myself. I have to find some guests. So, on that note, thank you everyone for continuing to support the podcast, continuing to listen to the episodes, continuing to share our content with your friends. We hope and pray that the message that we are putting out here connects with you. Actually, this connected with you. And、um, we ask for your continued support. We do have a Patreon. Go visit our. Bio on our Instagram page at Catholic Dad. This connected,、um, and consider being a patron for as、uh, as low as a dollar.、Um, you can help support our podcast and support our mission to、um, connect generations and situations. We hope to bring about a change in the way that we live our lives, that、uh, we live our faith. And that we communicate with each other, and hopefully, this is being helpful to you. And if it does, please again share it. We're also on YouTube. This episode will not be on YouTube until way past I post this, because producer Tony is the one who puts on our content on YouTube. And guess what? He is on his honeymoon, and I am not going to disturb the man on his honeymoon. He's not going to open my emails, anyways. I mean, if you've seen his wife Bethany and you see this, I mean, who would you choose? Don't answer that. I think he'd choose me. I really do. On that note, fam, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for listening to the show.、Um, if、uh, again, send us a DM. And as always, producer Tony is not here to tell me what I'm supposed to say. But as always, what did I say? As always,、um, live a life of holiness. Be blessed and be third. See you again next time. Bye bye. Now I got to turn it off myself. Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind and drown with the noise. Different generations of the girls and boys. So sit back and relax. This Catholic podcast don't overreact. If the thoughts are abstract, when it's hosted by Catholic Doc Dad, who knows what's gonna happen? Hey, what's up, fam? Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind and drown with the noise. And see if this connected. What's up, fam? To connect generations 
and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way. Spec runaway thoughts like a runaway train break into conversation like links of a chain make a hail mary pass hope disconnects have a question for a guest put it to rest live a life of holiness lead by example follow at catholic dot dead and many tingled <laughs> christ leads our way he's the good shepherd pray for one another be blessed and be there different points of view and highs and lows a new perspective everywhere you go open up your mind and drown with the noise and see if this connected This connected podcast is brought to you by The Cabin. Want to get away and get some peace and quiet and rest? Yes, rest, but not too far away from home or the city. Want to experience a true log cabin feel in the mountains? Well, I have the recommendation for you. The cabin is a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bath that will do just that. With a beautiful wood fireplace lit and a glass of wine, you are sure to relax. With easy access from the main highway, private parking, easy access with stairs to the entrance, fast Wi-Fi, a full-size kitchen, and all the essential amenities will make your stay a memorable experience. This cozy log cabin was built in the early 60s with its original wood fireplace and a newly transformed deck with beautiful views of the San Bernardino Mountains. So, book your stay at the cabin in Running Springs, California. The cabin, located in the San Bernardino Mountains, is a beautiful place to see the beauty of God's creation. I have known the proprietor of the cabin for many years. She has always supported the youth and young adult ministries of her community as well as this podcast. Check out The Cabin on Instagram at thecabin2021. Again, that's at thecabin2021. T-H-E-C-A-B-I-N 2021.